I gotta say, then when we decided to start up a new podcast, I was a little worried. We had already invested so much time and effort into previous campaigns, and it felt a little bitter, bittersweet leaving this behind. But, with the new mic setup, the new characters, new AP, and most of all, Pathfinder 2nd Edition, my concerns are now just dust in the wind. I have been so excited to start this adventure with you guys, and for those of you at home, I couldn't be happier to welcome you to the first episode of the Dragon Punch Squad podcast. Oh yeah! You decided. That's good. It is a good name. I like That's it. That's good. I am Jake, the GM, and I will be leading you and the players through this adventure. We are starting the first adventure path for Paizo's new Pathfinder 2nd Edition entitled Age of Ashes. At the time of recording this first session, they haven't even finished the entire AP, so even I don't know the end of it. So I hope you enjoy this time as much as we do. With that said, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Let's talk about your name, uh, what you do for a job, if you want, uh, how long you've been doing uh, RPGs. Uh, plug your social media if you like to. Um, I'm definitely going to. Uh, as well, uh, talk about your favorite fast food joint. I, I really want people to, uh, people listening at home to or in the car to really know what we're all about. So I'm Jake, as I said, GM. Um, I work uh, in D.C. for Fiber Optic. Uh, I have been playing tabletop role-playing games for 18 years now. Um, started at 10 because my dad was a huge nerd, too. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter... Uh, at Wookie Smash, uh, follow me on Twitch, <laughs> twitch.tv slash jakery, uh, Instagram at gmjakery, there's a few others in there I probably missed, but we'll move on. I'm Kelly McCoy, I will be the hero of this podcast who will lead the sorry sons of bitches on their, uh, floundering adventure. Yeah, here he is, here he goes. Uh, Love you too, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, I too, I work in Baltimore, uh... I'm playing Pathfinder or D&D 3.5 for about 10 years since I met Jake. And uh, I have a weird story that my uh, favorite fast food is actually Taco Bell. Uh, but only because uh, in high school I thought it was the worst fast food of all time. Because mm. I oh. thought all it did was give me the shits. Have you not <laughs> had a cheesy gordilla crunch? Those things are amazing. Seriously? All I do is think about Taco Bell. <laughs> we, were on the way, we were on the way home from Frederick last night after dinner, and all I could think about was was fucking Taco Bell. See, see, see but and it's my fa- it's my favorite too. But that's because the shredded chicken quesarito is just is just a godsend. It's just incredible. See, it's a powerful piece. Of I food. remember. Oh. I remember when the cheesy gordita crunch wasn't actually on the menu, and it was one of those like optional things, especially <laughs> yeah. the, the secret menu on oh, Taco just Bell. The secret menu, and then you had to like. <laughs> eat it while driving and it was the best, best <laughs> I don't think uh, you had to do that so in this Pathfinder uh, podcast let's talk about more fast food <laughs> actually we're the fast food podcast <laughs> I'm uh I'm Timothy Kofelt entrepreneur but not really I just uh I just sit at a computer all day and type code because I'm a monkey intern code monkey intern yes, <laughs> intern, yes. <laughs> lest I forget my lowly position <laughs> Um, my story is pretty similar to Kelly's, not in the Taco Bell sense, but, uh, my love of Pathfinder started with my love of Jake. Mm. Well, I'm not married to him. Just to clarify. <laughs> it's, <not laughs> He's really really bad. it's getting hot in here. <laughs> so when Jake started, <laughs> when Jake started dating my sister, uh, he introduced all kinds of practices to the Kofeld house. And, and one of those was, uh, 
Satan's game, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, the satanic head! <laughs> uh, but immediately I fell in love with it. Uh, I've always been a imaginative person, so I it fit right in. Uh, which is kind of ironic because uh, the coding I do is uh, pretty mundane. Anyway, so <laughs> my favorite fast food, and uh, I miss to say with all the hype, but my favorite fast food fast food is Popeyes. And let me explain. Mm. It was before the chicken sandwich. <laughs> before they put that glorious crispy chicken between two pieces of bread. Who was there in line? <laughs> I was. Who was eating the red beans and rice? I was. Tim, do you have a dream? I have a dream. <laughs> and now it tell involves me. that everyone gets Popeye's chicken with that blackened ranch sauce. <laughs> now tell me, with your fast food He's choice. He's weeping actual tears. <laughs> he is. But tell me with your choice, is that the one that has Baja Blast as a Mountain Dew choice? Or is oh that. Oh my gosh. You shut your dirty mouth. That's Taco Bell and you know it. It's not Taco Bell, I believe. Yeah, Taco Bell is oh, Baja Blast. Oh, that's because back in where I used to work, it was Taco Bell and Popeyes combined uh, into one store. So we had wow, access so you, to all the fountain drinks. So you, you, you had the privilege of, get, of getting Popeyes. Oh, oh we gosh. had the stock. But Popeyes oh. food, but Taco Bell drinks. Yes. Oh, man. Wow. Baja Blast with Popeye's chicken. I, I yeah, can't no, even fathom. No. Wait, 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 wait. Whenever there's Baja Blast like at the store, I I, I always just make a beeline down down that aisle when I see it, and 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 my wife is just like, oh yeah, I guess we're buying that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop you. <laughs> For me, Popeye's is a solid one B. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. How you guys doing? I am Jonathan Grimplin. Uh You might know me as Gentleman John or Balthazar from my many. Uh, gaming tags. Uh, I'm a plant healthcare specialist for a tree care company, which is a very fancy way of saying I spray rich people's trees. Um, <laughs> my uh, my adventure in tabletop RPG started much like Tim's when I met Jake and became good friends with him. Um, my favorite fast food chain, you know, I was going to say Taco Bell, but I'm going to I'm going to hold it up. It's Popeyes, man. <laughs> wow. It's got to oh, be Popeyes. Good. So, so it, it's divided down the middle, and there's very one much left. is. Oh, I'm gonna break that. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, just completely. I'm not gonna actually break it at all. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, all right. So my favorite fast food is kava. <laughs> my favorite fast food is Nando's. But you pay. I mean, which Pino actually would work? Uh, I mean, yeah. Nando's. But... I would technically. Eh, it's not actually. You sit down and eat that. But for fast food, um, anyway. What's your name from first? the beginning? Yes, <laughs> I was going to start from there. I am Mark. I refuse to say my last name because you can find it in the fan book quite easily because there's like four of me in the entire U.S. <laughs> so have fun with that. <laughs> I work currently at facilities management at uh, University of Maryland. So I actually never really played D and D or Pathfinder until probably was it four years ago when you invited me to the game. Wait, really? Yeah. I've never played beforehand. I've watched Lord of the Rings. I've watched, you know, all these other nerdy shit. Watched the D&D cartoon at the time and thought that's how it was and <laughs> felt be a loser. It's fascinating I, how we all took different roads to Pathfinder. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for that, I always had an interest in it. Like, I played Diablo. It's a wide played, road. I uh, played Baldur's Gate and stuff <laughs> like that, but I never actually... Yeah, but uh, Baldur's Gate is literally just Yeah, D &D but I never computer. actually had the opportunity of playing with an actual group. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Um, as for fast food, I would actually say something else and say Five Guys. Okay, I love, solid one. Yeah, I love Five Guys inside of me. 
I like to think. I, I'd like to think that that five years ago. I like to think that five years ago, Jake had this the idea for this podcast, and all he had to do was convince four friends to play Dungeons and Dragons. I, I, you don't understand that I live by the seat of my pants every day. I don't play in a damn thing. Oh no! I, I always go. You know, it'd be a cool idea. And then I and then I'll go on a tangent for like a month, and then if it doesn't work out, I'm like whatever, and then I just move on. That that's the extent of my planning. <laughs> yeah. So to quote Crunk, it's all coming together. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Solid old reference. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Yeah. So uh, I think we a... I think we wasted enough time. Yes. Uh, I can't believe two people here uh, prefer Popeyes over Taco Bell, but you know, <laughs> let us begin. Uh, yes. You don't want to talk oh, about we, fast food. We have I would love to talk about fast food, but it would be really weird for yeah. him to continue for, we, uh, for almost 20 minutes on fast food. Do we have sponsorships? Uh, maybe by the time this comes Popeyes? out. Popeyes? Taco Bell? Taco Bell. <laughs> look, look. Gather? Pop, Popeyes and Taco Bell, if you really like this show. $100 <laughs> right here. 1000 Please. Boom. Please sponsor us. Patreon. We will do literally anything. Yeah, we will. After wasting enough time, let us yes. begin. Okay, go. A deep night sky stretches across the horizon. Trees reach up from the ground, giving the land of Isgur a rich and beautiful landscape. As a gentle breeze cascades over the tree line, the branches of various trees caress each other with a comforting... <laughs> the air is chilly as the winter months are slowly approaching. The denizens of the forest are peacefully sleeping with the exception of a few crickets and the nighttime frogs all singing their tranquil ballads. Your eye catches a bellow of smoke floating up from the forest floor. We follow it to find a kindly-looking old man standing just under a lush fir tree. He has white boots that come to the point at the toe, elegant clothes with a long gold-trimmed cloak. He brings the pipe in his hand to his full beard and tucks it between his lips. The old man takes a long drag, and the light from the chamber of his pipe shines brightly upon his face with a warm, amber glow. You see in his eyes he is concerned, almost as if he has a terrible decision to make. He lets out another puff of smoke, bigger than himself, and grumbles under his breath. By the way, he is played by Sir Alec Guinness. Not again. I must do something to stop this. He leans over and clutches his gilded robe. These fools, they cannot begin to understand the importance of my endeavors. Perhaps I was wrong about them, but they must try again with a different approach this time. The old man pulls himself together and walks through the tree line into a clearing. A group of fifty people stand frantic and confused, pacing about and shouting at each other, wondering how they're going to survive in the woods without hardly any provisions or assistance. Some others huddle in fear while the ones wielding swords threaten each other in self-defense. The old man in golden robes walks to the center of the clearing and begins speaking to all of them. Uh, all citizens, uh, my name is Lord Layman Breachton. It appears that all of you have experienced some sort of mass amnesia. A strange occurrence, but to be sure. Uh, but I will dedicate my time to helping you. Uh, come now, let me show you you can survive in this frightening environment. The people stood there in disbelief. Some threatened him in self-defense, while others swore fealty for saving their lives. He eventually eased their fears and led them to a small outpost. Its few humble beginnings helped them start to rebuild their lives from the, from the predicament they found themselves in. Over the next year, 
Laman the wizard became known as the savior of the people who found themselves lost and destitute in the woods. He taught them how to build, hunt, forage, and even hired some craftsmen to teach some trade skills. The little outpost in which they found themselves eventually blossomed and thrived into the town it is today. Then he just left, never to return. They knew wizards were awfully busy and must have more important things to tend to, but they never forgot his name. Richhill got its namesake from the kind and dedicated old man. They even built a statue resembling the finely dressed wizard in the center of town. The image of his figure has been a shining beacon for Breachill. They still love and adore Lord Layman and his legendary kindness. Some even have such a following and admiration for him that it might seem like a religion. Today the statue stands upright and pristine as the day it was first erected in the center of town. Today it looks even more magnificent than normal. Perhaps it is the bright sun shining upon his gentle bearded face, or maybe it is just the hustle and bustle of the town. It is, after all, this month's call for heroes meeting at Town Hall, a joyous occasion for everyone, not just for adventurers and champions of the realm. Since this tradition has been happening once a month for decades, quite a few traditions have been built up around it, one of which starts at the Wizard's Grace. People gather around to tell the tale of Layman's great deeds so many years ago and follow up with stories of their own. Some might get a bit too rowdy from drinking so early, but it is a good day regardless. <laughs> this morning we see an old man named Tareth Uswald, a seasoned adventurer in the middle of a, of a story of a glorious victory that he's told many times before. The smell of boar stew with lentils fills the air. A crowd sits around him in sturdy chairs. All eyes are focused on Tareth. I turned to his flank. I saw the rage in his eyes. The crowd around him seems to lean in further in anticipation. He came right at me, his massive head and tusk aimed at my gut. I s he slammed against my trusty shield and knocked me to the ground. Luckily for me, his tusk was, was caught on my tarred handle. He flung me about, trying to shake me off, but I took this opportunity to plunge my spear deep into his eye. The crowd gasped. <gasps> I reared back and hit him again in the mouth, finally pulled once more and skewered him through the neck. All the way to his heart. The creature lay there for a moment before its warm blood began spilling from its wounds. He picks up a bowl of stew and says, And that, my friends, is how Bull became my favorite dinner. Tareth finishes with a hearty chuckle and a few gulps from his bowl. The crowd cheers and begins milling amongst themselves. <laughs> so, it is the morning of the Call for Heroes. And a woman approaches you two. Tim and Kelly's characters. Oh, you two look like outsiders here. Can I get you a drink? Well, Kezra, do you care for a beverage at this hour in the morning? Mm, don't care for a drink now. But how about some coffee? I think I could use a bowl of soup if you have it. Oh, yes, there's tons of beef stew for you. Why don't you go ahead and describe your characters? So my character, whose name is yet to be revealed, is clothed in very fine priestly robes. He carries himself shoulders back, head forward, chin upright, just has the air of superiority, prowess, confidence, despite his rather large stomach. His, um... <laughs> well, <laughs> yes... 
<laughs> the visual gag. Yeah. Works for radio. <laughs> so, uh, my character is a very large half-orc. Uh, he is bald. He is not wearing a shirt. Uh, just a, He basically just has a sash going across his chest. He's got uh, black and gray tribal tattoos all over him. Um, and yeah, he is uh, played by The Rock. Dwayne. The Rock. <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. The, okay. the, the only rock we know. Solid as a rock. In case you didn't know. <laughs> How did we afford such a man? <laughs> he took uh, a big pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> Just charity for him. Isn't he, isn't he one of those celebrities that does play like D&D? I feel like that there's there's like a few celebrities out there that, that play. It's oh, like it's like Yeah, I know, but they're like... Uh, I know like... Joe, Mangi- Joe Manginello place. Uh, yeah, I, yeah uh, uh, Vin Diesel is also like a huge D&D nerd. Oh, yeah. Stephen Colbert, obviously, but yeah. I, I, I feel like I feel like he was one of those guys that, that does something nerdy. It might have been that, maybe yeah. not. How, wait, how old is your character? Oh, Tim. My character, he's in his uh, early 40s. Oh, he has long, flowing, dark hair and he has caramel colored skin. And you can tell by the little points in his ears that he's not quite human, but Ooh. not quite elf. Oh. So he's exceedingly beautiful. <laughs> but, alas, I mean, you, you the stomach. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the dad bug. My character's also in his mid-40s. Okay, alright. So, we go from the Wizard's Grace, and we go up north a little bit in the town of Breach Hill, to a place called Caden's Keg. It's Pretty empty in the morning, especially since everyone's at the Wizard's Grace. Yeah. And uh, you see two people who are just sort of sitting there in the in, in the dining area. Mark, what does your character look like? Ah, uh, so he is a half-elf. But you wouldn't know it at first because he has a bandana that hides the tip of his ears. So they look rather normal. And sleek leather armor. With a small brush like, uh, I forgot what they're called, but it's like a cape that just kind of okay. drizzle, like a cloak, but it starts at the waist and just kind of s- lays down. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but he has long blackish hair, and but yes, half elf. Okay. Slightly handsome, but not at the same time. He's average. <laughs> okay, so um, your uh, your 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 boss uh, of, uh, of 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 Caden's keg, um, she's just sort of looking at, and she's like. Well, it's a good busy tonight, but I'm afraid it's going to be like this all morning. Uh, if you want, you can go to the Call for Heroes. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be working here, preparing for this weekend, uh, for this uh, uh, t- tonight's festivities. Quite works for me. Bye. He just, <laughs> he just leaves. Uh, so I, I didn't expect you to, to answer so easily. I just... Oh no! <laughs> oh no! He doesn't. He's, he's takes it. He, he's actually been considering it for a while, but uh, working at the bar doesn't. It suits him, but. Is any a curiosity of being called for heroes? He's. I want in on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So um, as uh, as as it comes around noon, that that's when the the, the call for heroes meeting starts. Um, everyone is moving towards the uh, t- towards a town hall. Um, there's there, there's t- tons of people around. Um, so there's about forty to fifty people milling about 
directly in front. Um, there's this fantastic fountain that, that right outside of town hall. Um, you know, it, it has this like beautiful architecture in, in the center, and you know, it, it has, has the nice fountain and everything around it. Um, and people were just sort of milling about and talking about, you know, the, the adventures that they went on or adventures that they heard. Some of them probably made up or exaggerated, but people love just talking on the call for heroes. And uh, there's a, a very strapping town guard here. Uh, John, why, why don't you tell me uh, about this guy? Well, there's a man, just a vanilla human, standing oh. in the middle of the guard. He's about six foot three, very, very tall man, striking black hair, played by Lee Pace. Oh. And um, he has the symbol of Iomidae on his back. And uh, he is garbed head to toe in a large black cloak. Excellent, excellent. Well, as uh, as he's sort of just like watching, you know, the, 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 not much really happens in Breach Hill, so your job is kind of lackluster as a town guard. But, you know, every now and then you might need to handle something. And um, while you guys are, uh, are, what, uh, are converging on, on, the, on the town hall, um, Benson sees this guy who's like, who's like, no, no, watch, watch, watch. I, I'm gonna balance, and he's like balancing on the uh, on uh, on the railing that's that's right next to the river, and he's like, no, 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 get out. People are like, dude, get down, come on. Get, get, no, you can't. You're really drunk, and it's only noon. Okay, get down. You're not doing that. How does Benson react? Benson is just going to walk up, and say, "How old is the uh, the man trying to do this? What uh, does he, he look he, like? He's, he, he's probably like nineteen, twenty. Get down there, son. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I could do it. I, I could do it. Watch, 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 watch. I know you seem you think you can, but that's not my issue. No, no, what? Come on, man. Look, 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 look. Just, just do. Just me, like five seconds. Can I get five seconds to do it? No. Get down. What? Look, look. You see that girl over there? See that girl right there? He, 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 he like, he like puts his arm around you. Breath is just reeking of whiskey or something. He's like, you see that girl right there? Well, I'm trying to impress her. Okay. So I figure if we walk on this. She'll drop her pants. <laughs> no. no. What? Why not? What? Come on, man. You'll thank me later. All right. So he he just tried to, he just tried to climb up anyway. I grabbed him. <laughs> He's like, no, come on! And then he drops like a toddler. He's like, no. He just, he just like ragdolls. Son, if you want to impress that girl over there, I would suggest you not start crying like a child. Stand up and walk away. He just continues to cry like a child. <laughs> I'll leave him in the dirt then. <laughs> so, as as Benson handles a drunk crybaby, uh, you guys all converge onto in front of Town Hall, and people are milling about, but before uh, but before the the Call of Heroes um, is started, and um, you see a uh, a, a fight going on. What's that? It's just. <laughs> it's just no, you know what? You know what? There, there's a fight going on. <laughs> it's just a town center duel. Friendly that. sparring. Yeah, yeah. Friendly sparring. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> Don't climb on that fence. <laughs> it's roped off. It's fine. Uh, you see, you see the, a very finely dressed goblin female. Um, if you have lived here for a, a little while, you, you know you know her by the name of Warball Bumblefrasher. Uh, she seems to be pacing about um, in, in in her. Uh, she, she's wearing uh, cleric vestments to Desna. And she and she's just sort of like yeah, like, like you know, uh, she, she's pacing back and forth, just oh, oh goodness, I um, 
Whoa, what, 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 what else could be happening? Uh, oh, I just, just don't know what to do here. Uh, perhaps? Do oh. I see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're all in, in the vicinity of it. Okay. Oh, I am as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, we all are. I oh. approach. Excuse me, Madam Morbo? Oh, yes. Uh, Sir so Benson, how, how are you today? Oh, well, it's another great day. But uh, you seem to be troubled, my lady. Oh, De- Desna has been... Uh, she, she hasn't been giving me the answers that I require. Oh, by the way, she's played by Maggie Smith, who was uh, uh, Professor McGonagall. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and she says, Oh, uh, for those of you that do not know, but, uh, please allow me to introduce myself. I am Warbo. Ambassador of the Bumblebrasser Goblins of Hell Knight Hill. Uh, it is my great honor to serve my fellow citizens of Breach Hill as the town's official representative to the Bumblebrashers. Uh, I communicate with the Bumblebrashers, convey the town's concerns and, and interest to them, and advocate to the tribe's behalf, if you will. Uh, it is a duty I take very seriously. Uh, they are my people, after all. Hence why I am here today and give my rather distracted nature earlier. I, I, I hope you will forgive it. Oh, it is quite all right, my lady. And might I say you are looking quite ravishing today. And at this, I'm going to roll a diplomacy, use my group impression feat. I'm going to try to impress not only the lady, but also the knight who came to her rescue, so that he too will look upon me favorably. I asked what was wrong. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's impressing yeah. you. I'm group. It's group impression. I've been I so excited for Tim's character. <laughs> <laughs> First roll, by the way. It is a 16. Okay. 16? Yeah, she is confused that you called her ravishing, but she's <laughs> impressed nonetheless with your flirtatious ways. <laughs> uh, oh, I, oh, I don't think I've been called that before. I guess, and, and, and who might you be? Uh, my name is Adelar Vaynor, High Priest of Abadar. Oh, you, you you look to be an outsider. I don't think I've met you here. She 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 like she like 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 fixes her hat and her glasses. Uh, yes, I come, I hail from Tiliax. I recently. Oh my! Indeed, it's been quite quite the journey. Um, I I a vampire. No, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, right, the daylight. The right, day- yes, oh, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, I've, I've only heard dreadful things, horrible, horrible things of Teliacs and vampires, so you'll have to excuse me. Well, it is not all bad. As you can see, I am standing right here. <laughs> it is, it's seldom we see traveling men of the cloth come through here. Yes, well, Abadar's goodness must be spread to all corners of Galarian. Yes, it, it, well, I... I am a cleric of uh, of Desna, as as you can see, she has like a gigantic like silver uh, butterfly pendant around her neck. <laughs> nice. It's like it, it's like it's like as big as like uh, Flavor Flav's clock. It's like, it's like enormous. Yeah, she's representing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and she goes. It, it, it's it is strange to have someone someone for, from from the cloth of Abadar. We we have well uh, many people worship Hayden here because they they do enjoy a good drink. Uh, 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 m- m- many others w- worship Desna. I would hope from from my influence. Um, but yeah, it, uh, Abadar's is certainly a, a new voice here uh, uh, of uh, of the face of the fa- of the pantheons. Yes, indeed. Well, as you may or may not know, Abadar he delights in the hard work, and from that hard work brings the good riches, the honorable riches, I might add. And he believes that everyone who works hard in this world should find their riches. So, 
Uh, knowing what I know about Breach Hill and their founding, it seemed to be a hard-working people, and I said to myself, well, why, where better, where better place than to preach the goodness of Abadar than to these hard-working people? Benson rolls his eyes. <laughs> Same with Elkwood. So, but Elkwood's more like just, <laughs> just laughing a little bit on the inside. Uh, so, so she, she, she's conversing with you got quite a bit because someone else of the cloth is is something she doesn't see very often um and then and then she 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 goes i'm so sorry about my my, my distracted nature earlier i just well as i said uh the the bumblebrasters are a tribe of goblins who have fears now live peacefully in isolation uh, in citadel Altarine, uh, the former hell knight keep on the hill just outside of town, believe it or not. Uh, typically, every two weeks, I meet with Helber, the tribe's chieftain. On the road, uh, just outside the keep, we, 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 we tend to meet uh, on, a, on a regular schedule, or try to, anyway. Uh, we, we discuss news, and I convey the town's interest and hear concerns that the tribe might wish to bring before the council. It is a relationship of utmost importance, and Helber is normally very punctual, but she has missed our previous two meetings. Well, that is indeed troubling. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, well, more troubling as I have seen plumes of smoke coming from the top of the citadel. And uh, have the city guard not investigated this matter? Uh, well, uh, well uh, you, you must uh, I, I understand. <laughs> so so the, uh, the, the plumes of smoke, it, uh, the smoke is a chalky and red color, the, uh, the tribe's traditional color of distress. Um, I fear that the bumblebrasses are in danger or that something dire has befallen them and it's sticking me to worry, but that is why I am here. I am certain something foul has befallen the bumblebrasses. Their, uh, their, their leader, Helber, would not miss our meeting twice in a row for no, for no reason. Uh, nor would the tribe signal its distress if something were, were not to miss. I plan to present this information to the council and ask them to hire adventurers to contact my tribe. <laughs> Well, adventurers, eh? Uh, might I ask is, um, I don't mean to be, uh, too forward, but does this kind of work involve any, uh, compensation? Oh, yes, yeah, no, they, 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 they <laughs> must certainly pay you, yes. I, I, um, These I'll... bumblebrushes live in the Citadel. Yes. So oh my goodness! They the must north. be well off. <laughs> <laughs> run, run! Benson has just taken notice of this enormous being, <laughs> and now I'm just goblins but... living in the citadel. They must be well off. Oh well, uh, we we sort of moved in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it. it was abandoned. It, it, we, we, if, if anything, we put it to good use. It's good to hear. <laughs> Well, I think that uh, my companion Kezra and I would be quite interested in aiding these goblins, and I'm sure the city guard have a stake in it as well. Isn't that right? Would you say one more time, my lady, you said this uh, this was outside the town limits? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you see, so, sorry, I, I meant to clarify for, for, for uh, Sir Benson here. Uh, for anything outside uh, of, of the town limits, we, what we do, for, uh, the, the call for heroes is made to, to uh, employ adventurers such as yourselves uh, that fall outside of the town. Um, you know, so, 
sometimes farmers need things investigated whenever crops are stolen or cows are murdered. Uh, so th that's usually what we hire adventurers for. And this goes all the way back to our town's founding, as, as Lord Layman Breachton was an adventurer himself. So it's, it's, it goes quite quite a ways back as a tradition for us. Ah, I see, yes. It, indeed, it looks like uh, the Sir Benson here is quite busy, so I'm sure that Kezra and I can take care of this. Unless, of course, you would like to come along. Adelar, she's clearly sane. And Sir Branson, that they, uh... Close enough. They, uh, typically hire real men for jobs like these. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> See, at this point, um, Elkland would just kind of look at her and just kind of mumble something and, like, probably says, oh, and if you would not to pay it forward at one point. Like, it's just more of a phrase that he learned, picked up from his own... Okay, <laughs> so, so. Tutelage, but he just says something in Goblin <laughs> to her. Oh, you speak Goblin, do you? Oh, yes, I do, my lady. <laughs> oh, that, oh that, 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 that's interesting. Well, yeah, you are all adventurers, are, are you not? Sir Benson, you, you've, you've, you've had your, your days crusading across Avastad, yes? Yes, I have. This <laughs> has been an interesting couple of months I've been able to settle down. Well, well, well you are just the heroes I hope the council might hire on my behalf. Uh, but please, there is a system in place for a reason. Uh, come with me into the meeting and listen to my petition. If you are up for my task, I beg you to offer your services to, to the council. Uh, you may be my tribe's only hope, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, she has outside knowledge. <laughs> I was like, Fourth she's, wall! She's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm changing my character's name. <laughs> I, I want to say that because it just says you, you were my tribe's only hope. And I was like, I can't say it, not say Obi-Wan mm. Kenobi. <laughs> All so, right, well, Adelar, I, I'm sure, follows. Okay, so everyone oh, shuffles yeah. in shuffles in to, uh, to, to the town hall. Um, as you see here on the map, um, there's about 40 people or so um, just sort of uh, sit, um, sit, sitting where, wherever they want. Uh, much like church, everyone has their own seats that are, are reserved <laughs> but not actually theirs. Um, so everyone goes in and, and sits down and... People are just sort of like anxiously waiting to hear what you know what what heroes are are, are going to show up and and what ta what thing needs saving. So once you get inside, uh, there's a, a carpeted walk uh, carpeted walkway separating several rows of benches with, with the two sections. Um, there's a large uh, dais uh, at, at on the north side with a large desk uh, separated into five parts uh, where the town council are seated. So once everyone sits down and gets situated. Uh, they start uh, the the town council starts starts filing in. Um, so first walking up is a a male dwarf uh, who's played by Ray Stevenson. Uh, he is known as uh, Jorsk Hinterclaw. Uh, after that is a female human played by Kira Knightley, oh, okay. who goes by the name of Melma Ann Sandari. In the middle is a very young woman, a uh, fem female human woman played by Amelia Clark. Oh. She, she, she is known by Greta Gardenia. Yeah. Uh, next to her on, on the other side is a female gnome played by Anne Hathaway, who, who everyone knows as Trini Spritzelgig. Got some big names here. <laughs> oh, look, look. They're, they're here for like one episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> for their hour of time, maybe. All right, and then the last one on on the very far side is a human male played by Mel Gibson. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> really it, giving jobs to anybody now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, he uh, he is known as Quintino Passandi. Oh, 
They sit down, everyone quiets down. Wasn't much like much like like a courtroom in a way, but a much happier situation than a courtroom. With a sharp rap of her gavel onto the desk, a stern, dark haired woman with deeply furrowed forehead and kind eyes brings brings the assembled crowd to a hush. Welcome, neighbors and friends. The dark haired woman begins, her rich voice washing over the room. To Breach Hill Town Council's monthly call for heroes. I am Council President Greta Gardenia at your service. On behalf of my colleagues beside me, I promise you all that we will hear and consider today's petition with the utmost discretion and care. There is no existence without community, and as our town charter says, today our, our agenda includes one petition. Miss Wobble, our very own ambassador to the Bumble Brashes of Hell Knight Hill, requests the help of heroes for a matter of utmost importance. Let's hear her concerns in her own words, shall we? Miss Wobble. So she jumps down from the pew. Because she's small. <laughs> she has and like then... a high seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a styrofoam cushion underneath her or something. So uh, she, she uh, emerges from, from her bench. Uh, the, well, uh, the well-dressed goblin woman makes her way to the front of the day as the steps. She clears her throat <clears throat> and begins her address to the council. Esteemed counselors, Warpole says with a frazzled tone in her voice, it has been more than a month since I have been able to contact the Wumblebrashes. I fear that something terrible has befallen them. Uh, what's more, I have seen my people's distress signal come from the top of Citadel Alterin. Before the goblin can continue her petition, the door on the western side of the room flies open as a young man with eyes wide with panic runs in, shouting, waving his ink-stained hands. Billowing black smoke and flames follow him into the room. Fire! There's a fire! Everyone flee! Shit. Uh, what? Can I run to the door to see what he is screaming about? Yes, there's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure enough, as, as you as you stand up, uh, you see behind him, uh, behind him, and behind the door that, that that he just came from. Sure enough, there is there is a fire just starting to catch, and it's starting to flood into the room. Oh, oh. can all of you Boy. roll me initiative? Oh dear. Oh. All right. Bye. What is everyone's initiative? Let's go with you, Kezra, starting up. Ten. Gentlemen's ten. I like it. I like where you're going. I like it. So Good far. average roll to start. Yeah. Yeah. Adelar? I got a fourteen. Fourteen? Slightly better. Benson, how, how you doing over there? I got a real man's nineteen. Oh, Ooh. wow. Look at that. Hanging low with the nineteen and elk. Ten. And which... One of you, out of Kezra and Elk, would like to go first. What's your modifier? Three. Ah, plus five. Yeah, here, Ranger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I will go before him, then. Alrighty, then. So let me go ahead and sort I this. I rolled shit. Well, the fire rolled really, really well. Ah! <laughs> Horrible quick fire. <laughs> As fire does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As fire rolls. Yeah, the fire got a 21. So really hate when fire takes the initiative. I, it, it takes it really well, though. Uh, so the fire is going to start spreading itself. Oh, shit. Creep. Right on to Brenton, I'm sure. He's going to fight that fire with his sword. I think we're just going to have Kezra call you Branson the whole time. Do it. Just because I'm a dick. <laughs> Brenton. Oh, shit. Wait, I thought I ran to where the fire was. 
You didn't run. No, where we to posted find. ourselves where we would be set up. Yeah, but then I said I ran to where the guy was coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you have to well, run through the pews. I mean, it's wherever Jake says. That's that's fair. Well, on your on your turn. Okay, you can do fine. that. Yeah, sure. like pews. we are where we would be during a meeting, not where we would be during the fire coming in the door. Yeah, no, but before we rolled initiative, I said I, I said I ran to the guy. Oh, okay. Okay, but okay. if no, it's fine. It's fine. No, maybe, no, you're here. You're in a, the fire now. Maybe, maybe you can get a surprise run or something. Yeah, no, no it's, it's it's what it is. <laughs> the fire gets a surprise run. <laughs> also, you see what seems to be a small red winged creature oh, burst out of the fire, cackling. <laughs> oh. I like him. Gosh, he has passion. <laughs> <laughs> it, he he really likes his job. What can you say? <laughs> I mean. Is there a uh, recall knowledge we could use to uh, figure out what this thing is? I assume nature. Is that that on your turn? Recall knowledge is an action. Recall knowledge is an action, so when it comes to your turn, you can do that. I won't. (laughs) I'm certain I don't have it. Okay, oh, and let me actually get the bestiary for it as well. Because when you do recall it, I want to give you everything. When do you recall it? Oh, I will. Hmm. But it is now Benson's turn. Okay. So I this thing has just burst in through the flames. It's just screaming fire. Yep, screaming okay. fire. So I'm going to rip my bastard sword out of my sheath, and I'm just going to run at the thing. Okay. So go ahead. So you spend one move. So it's uh, it's uh, one action to draw your weapon. And then how close are you to it? That's definitely more than my movement. Okay. Yeah. Can't you do up what is it two strides? Fifty five feet away. Fifty five. I yeah. think I only have twenty feet of movement. Yeah, but yeah, twenty, 20 with your armor. armor. Yeah, twenty feet. Of Probably, movement. yep. Um so Can you move me twenty close to him? Thank you. So you could then you could then stride twice to get to get another twenty. I'll do that. Alright. Uh then it comes to Adelar's turn. Adelar is going to recall knowledge on this creature. All right. Do you tell me what I get to roll, or do I have to tell you? Um, he would tell you what it is. All right, cool. You would argue if you have if you didn't have it, or you had something better. That's I'm, why. I'm pretty sure I do. I doubt it is anything. Uh, is planes is still a skill? Or is, is it uh, Arcana There's now? Planes would, I think, be occultism. Yeah. yeah. I have occultism. Right. occultism. Then do occultism. Okay, occultism. Fourteen. Fourteen. So, um, that gets you a little bit of information on this thing. Can I request? Uh, well, I'll give you the name. Okay. It is a fire method. Okay. Do I have an alignment? Method man. Uh, it is neutral. Wow. Yeah, you, you, know, you know them to be crazy, but not necessarily evil. Huh. Huh. Uh, and then, yeah, go ahead and ask for either, like, defenses, uh, special abilities, or things of that nature. You only get one, so don't fuck it up. Um, weaknesses? Uh, you know that because this is a fire method, uh, they are weak to cold damage. Hmm. Huh. All right. I got plenty of that. So, <laughs> Town guard. <laughs> so fire nephit? The fire method. Method, yes. Okay. M-E-P-H-I-P. Okay. Is talking free still? <laughs> so, 
Yes, it is still, but yeah. it's like contained within like six seconds of time. Yeah, so gotcha. Like, you can speak in like sentences. Yeah. Okay. So I say, it's a fire, Nevit. If you have any cold, hurl it at it. And I cast Divine Lance. Ooh. Okay. Mm. And I'm setting the, uh, the, what do you call it? The alignment to law because my other alignment is neutral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, so. because because it is it is neutral, neutral, will it take damage? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it says choose an alignment your deity has. You can't cast a spell if you don't have a deity, or if your deity is true neutral. It says <laughs> on a ranged spell attack, roll against the target's AC. Mm-hmm. On a hit, the target takes damage of the chosen alignment type equal to one d four plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, so, so it, I just think it, it, if it was chaotic, I, I would assume it, do, it would do more damage, but it just does regular damage. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah so I, I, I was just curious, maybe because it's neutral, if it took anything, but but yeah, that, that that's fine. So so go ahead and make an attack roll. Yeah, it's still it's um considered a, a, a an attack. I don't think evocation. being neutral makes you immune to right. alignment damage. I think it's just your you. I think I actually need to get hit by all of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so yeah, so go, go ahead and make make your attack roll. Like you're not Kimbo. safe from either. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Nine. Uh, a nine goes wide. <laughs> it shoots past one of the uh, one of the council members' heads. Right over Benson's <laughs> head. Fuck! <laughs> it just hits the council members. So, so as a as a as a pile of of, uh, of gold coins shoots out from uh, from Adelar's hand, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was Adelar's turn. It is comes to Elk. Elkwood. He is going to. Well, he's in a corner. Wow. Okay. So, I first action is he's going to draw his bow. He is going to move up. Uh, 25 feet. And and his third, um, since he, all he heard is that it's a fire method? Method? Method. 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 Yeah. M-E-P-H-I-T. Method. Got it. Yep. Uh, he's going to actually hunt target is an action, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Balls. He's going to hunt target okay. for this. Alright. So, you zone in on, on your yes. on, on your target the fire method and and you ready to aim some sweet arrows into it yes and uh last comes to kezra hmm kezra sees your bolt go wide and he goes i told you your belly had made you go soft <laughs> <laughs> and he will stride up to him Let's see if i can make it in one this guy kind of sounds like a dick <laughs> 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 Almost made it. Um, I mean, you can. You, st- you have a total of three actions. Wasn't a five foot. I realize step. that. <laughs> What's a five foot step called? It's a. Uh, uh, it's called. I, I think it's just called it's just a step. step. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a step. step. Yeah. It's not. Is it? So you took a stride, then you can take a step. Right? Is a step three? The issue is the step is the an action. It just doesn't trigger reactions. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still an action. It's, That's right. The five foot step. The free five foot step is gone. Okay. Yep. Um. So I stride in position right next to Brentson, uh, about 10 feet away from them, from it, and I cast shield, and my body gets covered in scales, and oh. then I also cast my uh, dragon claws, my blood magic, and I grow dragon claws from my fingers. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. That's my two actions. Cool. 
Alright, so that was Kezra's turn. He does some weird magic stuff you guys have never seen before. And it comes back to the fire and the fire method's turn. Uh, the fire continues to grow. Somebody needs to take care of that fire. Use the coins yeah. for fire growth. Uh, well, there, I, have a, I have a magic marker here. I'll come over and, and color it in. Oh, okay. Yep. Pause for edit. Not pause for edit. It's time for the magic marker song. It's real time. Marker, up the map. You can't see it. This is audio. It's just tragic it's that Jake is going to edit this out. Marking, marking. <laughs> is he even recording magic this? Marker. I'm pretty sure he paused this already. Magic marker. Benson and Kezra, can you guys give me a reflex save? Oh, shit. That's the fire. (laughs) Alright, and what are your totals? 21. 14. Eh, I'm fine. (laughs) You're dead. You're dead, Jim. What was it, it, Benson? 14. Eh. Alright, so Kezra saves, but Sir Benson does not. Fair enough. He does a breath weapon. Okay. Oh, oh, oh shit! A <laughs> A little fucking fly as a breath weapon. <laughs> uh, it's a method, John. Two E can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you. I oh, wait. Nervous. Can you see the picture of it? Um. Yeah. There's a picture. Oh, there, and, it, it has a water method here in the in the beast area. That's but, fine. So just imagine that being red. Watch how he's on take back. Cool. Yep. So. Uh, the fire method breathes, breathes a 15-foot cone that uh, that deals fire and persistent fire damage to each creature with it within the area, mm. unless you make a uh, basic reflex save. Uh, the fire method can't use the breath weapon again for a number of rounds. Let me roll D4. the damage first. <laughs> Is this a half damage if you make make your save kind of deal, or are you, that, or are you just save save? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Kezra, you take three, or well, in half, so one. <laughs> <laughs> And Sir Benson, he rolled the you rolled the damage twice. Uh, it's again two, two different people. It was the same number anyway, so three. And you're going to take one d four persistent fire damage because you failed. Okay, because you're on fire. You take four persistent fire damage. So what does that mean over a certain amount of time? It, it'll be on His your turn, turn probably. Okay, so next turn. It. Yeah. So, so at the at the end of, uh, of your turn, you will take four fire damage. Okay. Yep. Sucks. Yeah. Well. And then I get to see how how many rounds until he can use the next one. Cool. All right. All right. See, he moved the tower over there, so I can't see it. I know, because you like to look at my dice rolls, Mark. <laughs> well, too, you always put them right there. So. But the main issue is that there's a bunch of fire on the ground around you guys now. Ah. It's only over there in the corner. What? Oh, so it's like every caught the ground on fire. So I don't need to tell you that standing in fire is bad. Whoosh. <laughs> Whoosh. Yikes. It's, it's really bad, yeah. So, Sir <laughs> Benson, what do you do? Sword in hand, I'm going to scream to all the onlookers. Put out the damn fire! And I'm going to run through. Uh, there's just full panic. They're not really listening to you. Well, I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just moving through the fire hurt me. Uh, moving through the fire. So let's go over how fire works. Just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
Let's see. Do you really want to hurt me, Fire? No, you don't. Exactly. I'm very charismatic. Use your shield. Come on, Fire. Any creature that ends its turn next to the flames takes 1d6 fire damage. Any creature within the flames takes 4d6 fire damage. Both of these require a reflex save. So if I'm just moving through it, I'll be able so, to move through it. Through yes, so, so, you, so the, uh, any creature that ends its turn. So you just want to get out of the fire within your turn. Okay, yeah, I and, can do that easily. Be, can't be next to it either, right? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're next to it, you take 1d6. I, I, I just moved up and yeah, through. You're good. Okay, yeah. alright. Okay, so you move up. You are now out of the fire. Um, what would you like to do? I'd like to take some swings at this little prick. Alright. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Natural 20. Oh. Yeah! Wow, first attack of the, uh, of the whole of the whole. I campaign? haven't touched it since I rolled. <laughs> Look at that shit. <laughs> Starts All right. Uh, that's a 26. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the, uh, it was a natural funny you crit. So <laughs> go ahead and roll uh, critical in Pathfinder 2nd edition. Just double damage. 10 above, right? Yeah. So, so, you just, so you just roll and then double everything. Um, 16 damage. 16 oh, damage. Man. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. So, so Sir Benson, already done with this fire bullshit. Yes, I am. <laughs> Can I look back as soon as I kill it and just scream, put out the fucking fire? <laughs> so you start barking orders at, at, at people, which is actually a mechanic in, in, in this situation. Oh. So, um, in order to get people uh, uh, to, to, to start um, <laughs> agreeing with, with, with your orders, uh, obviously they're all freaking out. <laughs> so, you could uh, rescuing the spectators. Uh, the PCs can each, uh, can each help uh, two spectators at a time. Um... How do you want them to, to to put out the fire? What, what would you what would you like them to do? Tell them to jump yeah. on the fire. <laughs> Roll over it. Can they move? Okay, so we can see where the fire is. Is there anything else flammable around, or is it just the wood of the structure itself? It, uh, I mean, there, there there's a carpet there that, that you guys were standing on earlier. There's wood benches. This entire place could easily go up pretty fast. All right, I'm going to try to order them to move anything like the rug, grab the rug, pull any benches, anything that this thing can consume and get bigger. I just want to try to get them to pull everything out. Because okay. I'm assuming there's not just jugs of water sitting around. Okay. All right. So um, so these people are starting to freak out, but you but you tell them to just start moving things. So so every so everyone that, that was on, that was on the inside on the inside of the aisles, uh, they, they they start they start moving the pews sort of, sort of like like away. Um, but they're just common people, so they're only moving at like a few feet. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't look that effective. It, it might it might save a round or two, but okay. yep. As long as I can try to help. Yep. yep. Uh, how many clerics are in the building, and how many can create water? <laughs> uh, you know of two clerics. Uh, <laughs> sadly, a first-level spell now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yikes. <laughs> we both just looked at our spell list, and we're like, whoop. It's too overpowered. Don't got that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's too overpowered. Water was too powerful. For, for by the way, fighter. by the way, that's Benson 1. <laughs> Whatever, Benson. It's a long adventure. <laughs> Branson. All right, Adela. It's your turn. Uh, well, um, huh. Can I 
the fire that was recently created, are those smaller flames? Uh, they're, they, they will grow at, at the same rate. Okay. So, um, yeah, but fire methods are very good at creating fires. <laughs> As it turns out. Is there, <laughs> is there anything I see around me that I can use to smother the fire? Um... I, I, if you want to take off your cloak, you could try to do that. <laughs> there's a big rug. No. There's a big. There's a big rug in the middle. Because logic tells me that you should be able to smother the fire. That'll do it. But if the fire is too hot, it's it, it's it's pretty big it, and okay. it, and it's growing. Yeah. Um, All is lost. Just uh, I'm going to command the audience mm-hmm. to start a uh, what do they call that? Like a, fi- a fire line. Fire line. But, or a bucket brigade? Yes. Uh, I like that name. Yes. <laughs> bucket brigade. Bucket brigade. And um, so you said that normally you can influence two people, you said, with this? Or uh, is it just the group? With this, um, uh, in, in, uh, you, if you just call out to, in, to the people that, that are here, they, they will they will listen to you. They're all they're all frantic and freaking out anyway. So you could try to just like tell them what to do, and they'll they'll, they'll, they'll begin to listen. Okay. Um, so, uh, what, would, so you, you, you want to tell them to start doing that? Yeah, I'd be like, "All you people, start getting water. We need to put out this fire immediately." Okay, so the town councilors completely agree with you, and they start ordering people as well. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Let it burn. I believe fire is natural and should burn. So uh, they begin helping you with that. Um, the, the town councilors start, start start helping people out and start start moving people in, um, uh, into position uh, in order to start working to make the uh, make the bucket brigade a thing. Um, that was Adelar's turn. Um, is there anything else you wanted to do during this? Did anyone? Let's see. So that was one action. So Benson got hurt pretty bad, huh? Uh, yeah, he, almost he, he took he took I got tagged, quite a bit of damage. If you want to save a bit, uh, I mean. He's I almost dead. I got Look it. So I might as He's well. Bleeding. Might as well use it. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to spend the last two of my actions to cast a ranged uh, healing spell. Ooh, Ooh very nice. nice. The the, the oh, cool what, new. Are you, are you the healer? <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the cool new second edition heal. <laughs> no, you got to pay him money first before he pays you or heals you. They'll discuss the bill afterwards. <laughs> he goes, I'll bill you. <laughs> like, oh, I'm hurt. I just got an invoice in the mail. <laughs> the invoice just appears in your back pocket <laughs> with the healing. <laughs> All right, so you get back. 13 Jesus, did they charge me for 13 looking? points? 13. Jesus. It says right here. Oh, is that the second level If you're healing a living creature, Two which I meal. assume you are, increase the hit points restored by 8. So it's 1d8 plus Eight. We're starting with five, so it's thirteen. So he's that, actually, I'm back to full health. I'm good. Yeah, you are. He's actually a zombie. And I just call out, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> I look at the dead creature, look back at him, and say, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> All right. That excellent heal at the end of Adelaide's turn. It comes to Elk. Well, the creature is dead, and there's fire, and I can't shoot fire. Uh, he's going to. Oh, you, you don't know until you can try. Hey, you can I mean, fire. that's true. It'd be like in uh, Zelda, like when you shoot through torches. Oh yeah, <laughs> fire. Yeah, you're like, how the hell do I do this without fire arrows? Oh, oh. there you go. The you end up just you end up just spreading the fire. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I'm going to have him move closer to where the fire was entering. Okay, but not be like right close next to it, but like try to peer out the entrance where the creature popped out of. Okay, alright. 
So um, it's it's just it's just full of fire. It's uh, uh, so it, there's it, it's nothing a huge there. engulfing flame. Yeah, yeah, because he can't do shit. He doesn't have like fire, a water spell. You could or... you could you could help it with the bucket brigade. That's when everyone else. That's when everyone else is. I'm to on do. the other side. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up halfway through. It's got fine. it. Got it. Uh, okay. uh, but yeah, he's gonna move maybe a little bit closer though, just to see if he can like. There's nothing he could see then. Like no. where that creature popped in. Like there's not a lot. Nope. More okay. No, and, and in fact, the the method was supposed to be a bit more of a problem, but I don't think they expected the uh, crit. <laughs> yeah, nobody expected right. crit. <laughs> First attack roll. <laughs> right. Then he is going to actually then double stride. Was it? You, you you could triple stride. Yeah, triple he's on move to the center where people are bucket brigading. I guess okay, he's going to be a good person of society <laughs> and help. I'm sure that's weird for Elk. <laughs> he's like, I will help people. All this right. is what people do. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Elk moves to in, moves to aid with the Bucket Brigade. Moves to aid with the Bucket Brigade. Uh, and it comes to Kezra. Straight away. Kezra's going to get creative here, and I don't care if it succeeds. But he's going to go, and he's going to dig his claws into the, the rug that he's standing right next to. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to, like, whip the whole thing on top of this fire and just, like, start, like, smothering the fire. Yeah! Okay. I, I, I'm certain I have the strength for it. Uh, I would assume so, yeah. Oh, I'm a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's a big rug, but... I was going to say, r- rugs can't get heavy, but uh, you're, 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 okay. you're a big guy. I have a, I have a streak of 16. Yeah. No rugs yeah. too heavy for the rock! So yeah, I'm going to try, like, <laughs> basically reposition this rug on the map, which is a, you know, 50-foot rug, it's and just kind of, like, ball it up on the fire right right around my feet, mm-hmm. and, like, just smother that fire. Okay. Hmm. Alright, okay. so... Um, I'll so roll whatever you could. want. Lou, do you know the fire? The rug was made out of cotton. Just... No, the rug was a mimic. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> ah, that's hard. <laughs> it was like finally everyone's right on top of me. <laughs> I've been waiting finally, for this the for fire. Years. I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, uh, you you take the rug and and you you, you start you start try, trying to stamp it out. Uh, you stamp out one square. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. Stay about one square. Okay, so I guess I just don't take the damage I would have taken for standing here. <laughs> cool. Alrighty. Down with it. Alright, so, um, it was... That was your turn, so it is now the fire's turn. Alright, so it is now the uh, second round, uh, so they are starting to line up, um, and they begin pumping water from from the fountain circle, uh, just, uh, just outside of Town Hall. Um, but it does continue to spread, so it'll take next round for the fire to actually, or for the for the bucket of water to start getting to you. Uh, time to start rolling some wisdom checks, boys. This town hall's going down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried. There was an attempt. It just didn't work. Why don't you smack the fire oh, with your no. sword? Oh, no. This isn't looking good, for those who can't see. I'm very much the yeah, wrong and, class uh, for this. Um, out of the north door, fire explodes as well. Oh, God. Wow. Wait, what? Dude, there's shit going on. The stupid thing was not that big. I don't like it. Wow, fire is dangerous. Who would have thunk it? What about the council member? Are there other clerics in the building? Are there <laughs> people that can conjure water? Hydrophobic. I use hydro pump. Hydroponic. <laughs> hydroponic. Blasters use hydro pump. 
And just break the walls anywhere. <laughs> I mean, this place is going under. Town Hall is saved. <laughs> and also destroyed. Here, I'll give you my badge, even though you didn't fight me. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right, so uh, that was the fire's turn. It now comes to Benson. Okay. So the uh, Bucker Brigade looks like they're getting ready. Yeah, so they, they, are, they are lining up. Um, but there are still some people that are that are sort of freaking out and not too sure what to do. Okay, are all of these people like they're all able adults? I don't see any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're 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 all adults in here. Yeah, no. Influence. Okay, can I make a roll to in like get them in the line? Uh, the the line the the line in is done. So the line's so, done. So everyone else who's just sort of standing around is just freaking. Okay, out. Okay, then I would like to yell at them. If you're not going to help, get out of the building. Uh, uh, I where? just want them to get uh, out. I can't see the, the smoke's everywhere. Is that a door right there? Yeah, so you I'm going to point you... down the line of pews and say, get out of that door. There, there's there, 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 the smoke's in their eyes, and so they're sort of like just, hand, their hands are out in front of them, like, I I, I can't, uh, where, where, where are Ah, uh, they're crazy, kill them! <laughs> so I can't even make a roll to... Uh, you, you, you can help them out if you want. Intimidate them. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> Scare them to get out of the building. Okay, I did what I could. I'm going to get over this table, and I want to try to uh, put out the fire on the north door with my cloak. Uh, with your cloak? Yeah. All right, so you go over to it, and you're able to stamp out one square. You take your very fine black cloak and yes. stamp it out. Uh, but there is still one square next to you, is there not? No, not if I'm standing right here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You're, 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 you're yeah, sta- there's you're two standing. squares, and I'm on the... Gotcha, gotcha. You, you, you had safe positioning. I like yeah. it, Jonathan. I'm thinking, man. Strategic. <laughs> good job, good job. Uh, all right, so Benson yells at people to get out and sort of, sort of just stumbling around. Uh, Adelar, it is your turn. All right, well, I see the the poor saps who um, don't really know what to do with themselves. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to cast guidance on them to Ooh. guide them. I like oh. it, Kofel, I like it. I need to get some, like, grease or something. <laughs> that, is, that is really squeaky. It's because you play with it too much. I move it, man. I know. <laughs> Fondle your mic more than anybody here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, sweet. Okay. It does have a range. Very good. I'll just check to make sure. Oh, okay. 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 So, because it's a cantrip, I can cast as many times as I want. And guess what? It's one action. So, so I give three people guidance. Oh, cool. And I say... Take the guidance of Abadar and find your way out of this place. But throw money on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as you as you start as you start pew pewing guidance at people, <laughs> the smoke the smoke is is, is starting is starting to, to pile up, and as 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 Benson was experiencing, they're they're a little blinded by it. So they start walking towards you. They're like, "Wait, what? Wait, wait, what did you say? I can't hear anything." And they bump into you and they start like slapping you. Because they can't say anything. <laughs> they should start beating the shit out of you. <laughs> what? Lost, lost what? cause, dog. What? The what? lost cause. Wait, wait, wait. They start punching Where do we go? Where do we go? Oh my gosh. So I like <laughs> shove them in the direction where I know they should go. <laughs> shove okay. them into the fire. And I'm garden. hoping that maybe they'll use the guidance and make some sort of roll to get out of here. You're trusting simpletons? Yeah. <laughs> uh. It is really funny how dumb they make these civilians out to be. Yeah, they really <laughs> do. really funny. <laughs> Bumping into the guy. The, the only competent people are you four and the five councilmen. That's it. <laughs> oh, 
Well, let's see them do something. <laughs> oh, they're, they're they're helping out with the bucket brigade. Right, and good. yeah, they're they're oh, okay. So they're doing shit. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're definitely doing stuff. They they were instructing people to get in line and stand here and stand there. Yeah. So uh, it was just that you guys had a great great idea for the bucket brigades, and that's what they did. Uh, Elk. Ah, he's helping out with the bucket brigade right now. Right, so you're helping out with the bucket brigade. Oh, no, is there a knowledge check on the fire? I don't know. Uh, nope. All right. <laughs> it's fucking fire. <laughs> it's a fire, fam. All right. What does fire do? Uh, it burns things. Ah, jeez. Ah. <laughs> Glad I rolled knowledge on that. Well, uh, helping that out. There's nothing else you can do. Kezra. Kezra uh, calls out to Adelar. Adelar, forget these people. Get out of this building now. And he triple strides out the door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> as Kezra says, "Fuck it," and just, and just, and just plows a few a few civilians over it as, as he makes his way through the crowd of people. He does stop right outside the door to make sure, and turns around to make sure Adelar is going to follow him. Okay, Benson so he, will he, remember he's, that. He's like in the doorway, but just outside. <laughs> it's like the George Costanza method of trying to get out of the burning apartment. <laughs> oh, get out! Someone, no. someone had to lead all these people. <laughs> Do you know? Do you out. know when you play a Telltale game, you do something, and it's like this person will remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not here to save people. So as as Kezra we're is, is by leaving as as Kezra pushed his way out, he uh, and he he, he gets just out. just outside the door. There is a civilian that has just latched himself on, onto your leg like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. They know what they're doing. <laughs> and it's just like oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Away, foul beast. For the for the aid of everyone in the building, I run out screaming, like yelling, like a like, <laughs> so everybody can follow the sound of my voice. Okay. All right. It is the this train got no brakes. Turn. <laughs> is the fire's turn? Oh is the fire brigade actually doing shit? Right. Yes. This turn they will. Oh, it's it's raining in real life. <laughs> That would really help this fire. <laughs> if, only, if only we had Please. rain inside. Alright, so the fire continues to spread only a little bit further, and as you all saw, it is getting kind of bad. Benson. Okay. <laughs> do I get the sense that me putting one square out at a time is not going to do shit? <laughs> you feel like it is very futile. Then I'm going to run back and help with the bucket brigade. Okay. <laughs> run back, help with the bucket brigade, and get in line. And goes to Adelar. <sighs> he says to himself as the poor, pathetic civilians cling to him. Yeah. All right, this way, this way. Uh, the 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 bucket has has come up the line now. Uh, as as Benson walked back. So if you want to go ahead and use the bucket, oh, you can. Cool. Or are you selfish like Kelly's character? I'm <laughs> I'm I'm lawful, so I'm like this is like the lawful thing to do. I think so. I'll help. I'll help. All right. There's nothing in the law that says that a civilian should risk their lives to put out a public building. That's absolutely right. <laughs> Where's the fire department? It's the good thing to do. <laughs> uh, Maybe not the smart. <laughs> I don't think there's any lawful guidelines here. Uh, I don't. I, there isn't. But I'm also at the angle of if I help put out this fire. Maybe I'll get some sort of money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can't spend if you're dead. That's how I don't plan on dying. It, honestly. All right, so I use the bucket. All right, so you use the bucket. Can I make a wisdom check to see if the bucket brigade <laughs> is fast enough to put out the fire? Uh, yeah, you can tell that that they they, they you, you don't need you don't need to, to make a check. You you can tell that they're getting buckets down here pretty fast. Okay, so um, 
Okay, so if you use a bucket, uh, a bucket will... Four or five. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how much a bucket did. Two squares? Uh, I, I, I'm actually pretty sure two it's squares, four. It's, few times. it's four? Yeah. These are some big-ass buckets. Ooh. Yeah. They're like 50-pound uh, buckets, probably. Yeah, so uh, so you can so you can splash it um, in a in a direction or in an area, however you want to uh, make a range. However you attack. want to do that. So one, one right in front of me, two to the left, kind of like in an L shape. Uh, let, uh, sorry, uh, let, let me go and read this. Uh, water typically clears clears a five foot square if the amount is small. Uh, larger amounts of water, such as a full bucket, typically douse a ten foot by ten foot area or four squares in some other shape. Mm. Okay, excellent. Uh, Throwing a, throwing a bucket of water on flames requires an interact action. So it was an interact to grab it, interact to throw, and another interact to, inter, another interact action to grab another bucket. So you have another bucket in your hands if you take it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So those are your three actions. So you did not follow Kezra out, though. Ooh. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out Kezra feels about that. Trouble. He never listens. <laughs> Trouble in paradise. Uh, so, after Adelar uh, douses a good amount of the fire, uh, comes to Elk. He's gonna do the same thing he's been doing. He's okay. just helping out with the line. Alright, so... Because, like, is there any other, like, he can individually just take a bucket and run? Uh, something? yeah, yeah, and, and if you want. Um, yeah, so, but, like, he doesn't want to interrupt the line. I mean, uh, the well, more buckets you do to put out fire, the, exactly. The yeah, and, and, he yeah wants, do it. just do it, dog. Yeah, because yeah. he wants to throw. We have to. We have to start. We have to get that over there. Yep, and the front. Actually, you might want to go after the front first since it's so small already. Okay. But so you want to take a bucket and run somewhere and and try to douse some flames. Yeah. See, so you have to double stride and then toss the bucket on there. Okay. So that would that that, that would that would be your whole turn, but you would you would be able to get four of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He'll do that. Then. Okay. So you grab a bucket. Yeah, move that, please. So, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you, you, you 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 have you have a bucket in your hands. You yeah. you take two strides, and then, and then you douse and then you douse them. Yes. So, so you douse a total of ten of uh four. Yep, total of four squares. Ha ha! Fire has been doused. Excellent, excellent. And I think you did that right on the map too, so we can't rub that. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's permanent fire. <laughs> yeah, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's charred. Uh and. Uh, after Elk's turn, it comes it comes to Kezra. Kezra, your friend did not follow you. Ooh. Yes, I see. Um, he didn't have confidence. So he's truly the villain. Noticing <laughs> that his idiot friend is still in there trying to put out a fire. Uh, so I'm like standing next to the bucket brigade. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Can I just like rip two buckets out of people's hands and just run back in? Sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I grab two buckets. Two buckets with people still attached. <laughs> I, don't care they, I don't care if they come. <laughs> you know, three people attached. <laughs> the one guy still on his legs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you run back in, two buckets in your manly arms. Yeah, and I throw one bucket on this four, this four square. So I knock out that four. Okay. And sure. that's the end of my actionable time thing, so I hold the bu- other bucket out to Branson. Okay. So, we hold the bucket out. Uh, it is after Kezra. Why didn't you listen to me? <laughs> Spends a fraction to berate his best friend. <laughs> uh, comes back to the fire. Oh, God. Through the fire and the flames, we carry on. <laughs> So far away. This is intense. I know. 
So, yeah. funny story about Through the Fire and Flames. My sister uh, started playing uh, the ukulele. Oh. And she'll she'll like she'll like do like live streams on Instagram like hey what 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 song should I play and every time I go through the fire and flames and she's like I've never heard that song and I'm like you you should it's a great song and you should play it on the ukulele hell yeah uh, try all their, their other songs like what Operation Ground and Pound and Warrior Inside yeah <laughs> nope I, I know the one because of, because of Guitar Hero mostly oh come on it's like all <laughs> Dragon Forces songs are just so stupidly nerdy <laughs> yeah uh all right it was the fire's turn uh benson so he just handed me a bucket yes kezra has a bucket i ripped the bucket out of his hands and i uh, doused the nearest uh flames yeah those four circles right here all right and i can't really do anything else can i uh well there was one that was two interact actions. It was an interact to grab and interact to throw. Is there another bucket coming up? Uh, yeah, there is. I'm going to grab it. All right, so you interact to grab another bucket so you're not ready for your next turn. Uh, Adelar. Uh, I guess I'm going to grab a bucket and put out some more fire. Okay. So I grab bucket. Sounds like you're so a bucket like, inconvenienced. And... <laughs> you should come this isn't it. making him any money. <laughs> Not yet, Kezra. Not yet. We play the long. So game. that's all the fire that was at the uh, at the stairs. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys oh. put put out the fire in in the front of of the uh, of the dais where where all the counselors were, and so now you only have to deal with the fire on the on the two doors, uh, the one towards the west and the one coming from the north. Uh, Benson tried to put out the one in the north and realized that's not a good idea. Yeah, now with just my club. <laughs> I did something, guys. <laughs> Alright, so, you guys, uh, after, okay, so wait, that was Adler's turn, right? Yes. Okay, Elk. He's going to run back to the line and get in our bucket. Alright, so he spends... Probably two, two strides. Two, yeah. two strides to get back to us. Two yeah. strides, grab bucket, end of turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to take care of that whole corner over there. Okay. Uh, Kezer. Uh, can I grab one or two buckets? Uh, well, you, you have you have one. Oh no, no, no you, 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 you handed it to him. So yeah, you, you, you can you can grab one. Okay. Uh, I'll grab one. Oh boy, this is a far, this is a long way. Uh, well, actually, I can get to the back door. Pretty easily. Yeah. Good. Go uh, for these. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a bucket. Hop over this table. And I'll throw it on the back four squares. Okay. There you go. So grabs grabs the bucket, runs back. So I cut the I no, cut the back four. I, back I cut the four. remaining fire off from its source. Ah, very nice, very nice. Got it. So but you might still, you might take smaller. damage from that. Oh, fuck that damage! I don't care. Like a real man. <laughs> like I said. All right. So you're standing next to fire by by the end of your turn. Yeah, I don't care. You die. Three fire damage. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> As it as it glistens your your beautiful body, <laughs> it is a beautiful orc body. <laughs> are you uh, the, are you more like grayish or greenish at work? Uh, grayish, grayish. Okay. So that was Kezra's turn. He cuts off the fire from its source, and it goes back to the fire. So the fire does uh, only grows a little bit this time because uh, you guys have put out quite a bit of it. Uh, so let's go ahead and mark that my head here. And um, I gotta think when we soak an area too. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so it actually comes to Benson's turn now. All right, all right I got a bucket in my hand. Yep. Um, 
Take another bucket with you. Well, if I use two movements, I'm not sure I can even make it to there. I think you can make it with two movements. Yeah, uh, his movement's twenty. Short. He's oh, only twenty. So yeah, forty. He's not going to get him there. So, well, if you get two buckets, go to that one. Put I only need one bucket. Well, if you, I'm saying, get another bucket from the bucket brigade line, and then you take both buckets, put out one, and then uh, Kezra can take the other bucket and okay. take it over there. I'll do that. Take two buckets, jump over the table, douse the last of the fire in the north door, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be ready to hand the other bucket off to Kezra. Okay. Hold that out. Uh, all right. And Adelar, it's your turn. Uh, so I'm going to take a bucket, and I think I'm just going to move towards the northwestern door. Okay. So, so that was the first fire that came out. Still a little bit away, but I'm can gonna, you throw? Can you throw a bucket? Okay. Oh no, I, I, that was that was all three actions. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh wait, no, no. I started out my turn with a bucket. Oh okay. That's right. That, all right. So, so so you could throw it now. Will will a ten foot line help you, or will it? <laughs> because... Oh, because it would. Well, if I threw the bucket on my my destination to throw the bucket on the square, and then the bucket bursts. Oh, so, so destroy you want the bucket? You, you want to you want to do you want to do a like launching square? like launching a water balloon bomb? Okay, so 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 yeah, you, you just want to do like like a ten foot square? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you you can do that. All right, it's like a what AC five, I think. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of do it as a as a uh, bomb type of t- type of tax. Okay, fourteen. All right. So you throw you throw a bucket. Ten feet in the air, and it comes crashing down. So these the four by the northwestern door here. Okay. Oh, nice. That's that's everything. That's all of it. You guys have successfully put out the fire. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, everyone, it wasn't worth it. You're firefighters. <laughs> Woo. Everyone rushes out, getting smoke out of their way and, co- and coughing up and coughing up along in, 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 in the center of town. And we're all level two. God no! You you wish. <laughs> also, we're doing milestones, so don't. Ask. Oh, <laughs> um. So uh, when you guys get to the front, everyone's sort of standing around and checking on each other, and just, are you are, are you okay? And, you know, people are like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I just need to breathe." You know, can Benson they, find anybody that's injured? Like, uh, are there any burn victims? Uh, no. Um, a lot of people um uh, were just inhaling smoke, so they're okay. sort of just coughing up. Um, so if if, if anything, they just kind of need to sit down for a second, and just kind of get it out of their right. system. Except for the halflings and the goblins, which you know, smoke rises. <laughs> they're, just, they're just running underneath. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. <laughs> All good firefighters are small people. Um, so. Greta Gardenia looks around, hugging some of the townspeople next to her, while while others wearily clap her on on, on the back uh, in, in thanks for their lives. What manner of madness just happened? Uh, this can be no accident. Uh, did anyone see anything? Uh, anything at all? One of the guards who, who was stationed outside before the fire began raises his hand and says, Aye, says the wearied uniform man. The clerk saw everything. It was Calmont, that cad of a bookseller's apprentice. He lit the fires in the hole next to the chamber. He also set that fire monster loose on the crowd. And everyone's like, oh, oh no, the fire monster. <laughs> The second guard's out to Innocent. Indeed. And witnesses outside the building saw him run toward Hell Knight Hill. 
A surprised and worried wave ripples to the crowd at, at this information, oh, my dear, oh, my including Warball's distinct voice. The Citadel? My bubble brushes. Greta raises her hand in an authoritative uh, standing, and the crowd begins to calm. Friends, we'll get to the bottom of this, she assures them, but we can't do it alone. Who are the heroes in attendance today? Heroes, are you willing to investigate Hell Knight Hill? And I will see you guys Why, yes. next time. No! <laughs> oh, man. We're awesome. <laughs> I really like Kizzer's, uh, wait, never mind, and then run back. <laughs> yeah, that was great. He didn't follow. <laughs>